0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck, The Blaze
1: Radio Network.
2: The Push is something on Netflix. It was created by a uh, a psychologist who is also a a magician uh, in uh, England. And he does social experiments. And this is a one episode. It's not a series. It's just one episode. It's called The Push on Netflix. And it's a documentary, kind of. Um, it's a cross between a documentary and a, a reality show. Yeah. It's a, it's an uncomfortable mix. Um, but what, what he's doing is, can we convince somebody, the average person, to murder in ninety minutes? And they start the episode with a, uh, with a phone call into a restaurant where a woman is sitting with a, a baby stroller and a baby, and they, somebody from the restaurant just picks up and they say, hey, is this uh, so-and-so's restaurant? Yes. Do you see a woman with a baby carriage? Yes. We're the police. That baby is not hers. We need you to distract her, get the baby, tell her that, that somebody's waiting for her on the phone, put the phone away, grab the baby carriage, push it out of the restaurant, meet me at the corner. OK, so he, they convince in three minutes, they convince somebody to steal someone's baby just because he's a known b- child abductor. But she right. wasn't. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're only taking the word of a stranger on the phone that he is the police. OK, it's fascinating. Um, so then they say, all right, but what we're going to try to do is a lot harder. And I think they have 90 actors and 90 minutes. Everybody's in on it except this one person. They do it to four different people you find out. And the idea is, can we create a social situation just through social pressure to get these people to actually push a stranger off the top of a building in 90 minutes and kill them? It is unbelievable.
0: One of the most shocking things I've ever seen. Can we give some uh, classroom guidelines here, Glenn? Yes. Okay. So uh, we gave you homework yesterday to watch the show. Yes. Um, If you didn't do your homework, that's going to be a problem however uh it won't because it'll make you want to watch this even more yeah that's true um but uh if you are on the phone and you're calling in we don't want to give away the end of the episode yeah i mean we can talk about what happened in it
2: yeah, but we don't, don't want to give say, away the end. Did anybody push or not push right we don't want to we don't give that away don't but give that away
0: the rest of it i think is generally speaking fair game um, if you uh, are soup you know, if you're going to watch it tonight, you might want to think about. Uh, we're going to try to be as careful as we can, but yeah, like, we're we can't not going to. As long as we don't, say, it's
2: fascinating,
0: even if you know all the way along,
2: because the way they pulled this off is really remarkable. And you're asking yourself the whole question: Would I do that? Would I do that? Because it starts small. Mm-hmm. Would you do it still?
0: Absolutely not. No. Where? How far? along would you go? <sighs> I mean. The first one is funny for me because yeah, it's a vegetarian, vegetarian and and it's that's what they do. They put real meat hot dogs in the, and then they put flags that say they're vegetarian in them because they don't have right. the vegetarian hot dogs. Even that I wouldn't do, because, but that's just a weird one for me. Yeah. I this, think this, in a normal situation, people would do that. Right.
2: This whole situation is somebody is trying to help out this massive charity, well-known, everybody who's anybody is involved, um, and they're helping out the, the main person, Um, And their boss is the one who hooked them up into this. And so the first thing is they're in the kitchen. They're like, geez, man, the meat didn't the the vegetarian meat didn't show up. These are just real hot dogs. Just just put the vegetarian signs on this. That's the first compliance. And it's breaking down your your will and getting you to comply little pieces at a time to build to 90 minutes. You're going to kill somebody because we're asking you to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And I, it's amazing. I'm very interested to see where people feel that they might bail out of it. And were they disturbed by this show? So I think the worst of me, the best of me stops at the vegetarian because I think that can make people sick. You know, you're, you're a vegetarian and you might have health reasons for doing that. Right. I, I I hope the best of me says I stop there. Mm-hmm. The worst of me says I stop somewhere between giving the speech. <laughs> right. Hopefully I don't give the speech and uh, and moving the body to the stairwell
0: I, yeah. I i don't think i get to the stairwell i and I, I think i think i i could get to the point where i put him in a box outside of that i don't think i could go any further
2: this is an amazing thing yeah, mm-hmm. okay so we go to jeff in chicago hello jeff
3: good morning what were your, what were your thoughts well two pieces to this glenn first of all the, the show is incredibly disturbing I found myself watching this and and thinking in my head, I wouldn't do that. But then when you replay and you think the situation the gentleman's been put in, in balancing this overall good of this this charitable, massive charitable donation to you know, can I just do this to get to the overall good? And and what I found myself wondering is which percentages do these folks fall in about attending church, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: what, from yesterday.
4: What,
3: yeah. yeah. From yesterday. What, what's the constant moral north that was guiding these individuals, right? Because that's the ultimate balance here. And uh, I'll throw this at you because I'm not, I don't have the perfect uh, tinfoil hat that you do, but I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, a, a second show that I'll turn you, turn you on to that I would suggest you overlay with the push, uh, Carrie Byron, formerly of Mythbusters. Uh, oh, okay. The three of them started a show on Netflix entitled White Rabbit Project. Now, it's a series, but you only need to watch the first episode. In this first episode, they try to replicate superpowers, and they find a gentleman who successfully took a living cockroach and turned it into a cyborg that she could control with her telephone. Tell this live cockroach when to walk left, when to walk right. The ultimate conclusion of it was the scientist who did this was able to put electrodes on his arm, Bridge them by a wire to electrodes on her arm, and he could move her arm for her, whether she wanted to or not.
2: What? But it was all fake.
3: It was all real. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, all, all right. right. We'll now watch I it. got we'll another watch watch thank you. Ah, another Thanks, show to watch. Don't add any shows to so the. <laughs> you can't assign the one. teacher homework. Uh, let's go to Justin <laughs> in Tennessee. Hello, Justin.
1: Hey, Glenn. Hey. Um my wife and I watched the show last night and I was initially really disturbed and was thinking I would never do this stuff, especially once it got to putting the body in the crate. That was where I was like, I definitely wouldn't do that. I've always yeah. prided myself as being a critical thinker and being willing to stand up and challenge things. Yeah. But then I started thinking about my story. I, as a teenager, I was a hardcore Republican. I moved into libertarianism and then Uh, christian anarchism which is a whole nother thing Uh, (laughs) yeah that is a whole nother thing and you can't assign me homework on that (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, tolstoy tolstoy is a christian anarchist anyway i'm still i still consider myself that but as i moved into that i realized i was i was kind of more aligned with folks on the left um and i still occasionally would push back but over the last Probably 2014 to 2016, I was very much, I I would even consider myself, I'd gotten to the point of being a social justice warrior. Mm. And sometime in 2016, I finally realized that I'm not thinking for myself anymore. And Mm. so watching this, I was like, this same sort of thing has happened to me in different ways. I I don't know that I would
2: kill someone. Yeah, I I will tell you, and I don't want to tell how people, uh, you know, what they did at the end, but I thought it was really interesting, the interviews with those subjects afterwards. Um, who, uh, who talked and said, I, you know, I have to rethink everything in my life. I, I mean, I—I I
0: think that's where land, you uh, would land. You know, after, after would. that experience. And,
2: and if you take this and you and you really watch this and you look at it as a science experiment, <clears throat> and you also have, if you've ever read Ordinary Men, uh, which is a uh, a real deep scholarly look at how the Nazis turned the poll the Polish um, uh, the really good men. Uh, who were police officers into brutal killers? It's the same story. It's exactly the same story, and so you kind of wonder, geez, would I do that or not? Let me go to uh, Cliff in West Virginia. Hello, Cliff. Let me go to Kim, let me go to Kim in North Carolina. Kim, are you there? Hello. Hi, Kim.
4: Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, yeah. I saw it last night and it was disturbing, honest and true. Um, I started watching it. And like you said earlier, I kept asking myself, would I do that? Would I go this far? Would I go this far? And I really don't think I would have gotten any for it. Once, once they took them out of the crate and put them at the stairwell, yeah, that's <laughs> when I would have said, sorry, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Can't do yeah. this. Did you, did you, did, was,
0: did you feel like uh, it was morally okay for them to make that show? I am very conflicted um, on that question.
4: I I in a way I think it 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 is because it will open people's eyes to, to realizing that we aren't as um oh we're we're, we're not we're, we're not as strong not as we think vulnerable. we are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not we're a lot more vulnerable than we think we are. Yeah. Or than, you know, than, than we like to be.
2: Um, when you yeah, said when I, you said you found it disturbing, I found it the same way. But it's different than like a horror movie that you're like, okay, right. saw that was disturbing. There's no, <laughs> right. there's no, there's no, no redeeming, redeeming value yeah. in it. This was disturbing because in a good way because it it made me examine me. It made me it put me into a very uncomfortable situation. Going, geez, I don't know. Would I do that? <laughs> would it, you agree with that, Kim?
4: All through the show. Oh yeah. 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 I kept asking myself all through that, would I do that? What would I do if I if I was that that guy, you know, how how far would I have gotten? And I mean he kept saying no, no, and then he'd eventually yeah. do it. And I'm like, Why are you doing that? You know it's uncomfortable, you know it's wrong, why are you doing that? But at the same point I'm sure all of us have our limits. It's and- really you
2: know, Yeah. Kim, thank you for your call. It, it really is interesting because it's not just the social pressure. I mean, the social pressure really comes in towards the end, but it's not just the social pressure. It is the the pressure of ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. This is such a good. And if I
0: don't do this. It won't be good. It's too it, important. It's, too, it's important. too important. I have to do this. I know I'm bending my principles, but this time it's too important. Um, quickly, just to review, we're talking about The Push. It's a Netflix show. If you haven't seen it, moderate spoilers are sort of applying here. We're not giving away the ending or no, no, anything no. like that, but we and are And you'll still enjoy it. it even if you... You'll, yes, absolutely. The but,
2: idea is, um, would, you, would you kill somebody? <laughs> in, in 90 minutes, can they take average people and... Um, and, and and in ninety minutes later, they've become a a cold blooded killer.
0: Yeah, and and it's interesting to hear every caller has said the same thing. They'll go a little bit down this road, but I know I would have stopped here. I know I would have stopped here. What I found interesting about it was, you know, I guess people we are really more vulnerable than we thought, and I find that to be interesting because aren't the the same people who were in this situation on the show likely would have sounded just like the callers and us who yeah. would say we would have stopped at this point yeah um but also the kind of judging others and saying like hey you know uh, we are more vulnerable and that's the underlying i think message here There, there is an underlying message of the show which is really informative for everything everything that you do in your life which is you really need to have these decisions made before you get to a stressful point because when you get into the stressful moment, human beings will follow the path of least resistance way too often. You better have principles that
2: stop you And, and the, each and, time. And the answer would be every single time with these four people. And it may have been <clears throat> it may be this in the end that all four said, no, I won't kill. All four may have said, I will kill. But if you would have asked them at the beginning of the night, hey, will you murder this person? No way! No way! No way! They would have laughed. They would have walked away. No way! It's just that they had made compromises, starting as small as putting a flag in a vegetarian uh, in a non-vegetarian dish mm-hmm. that said vegetarian. It's the small little compromises all the way, and that's the thing you read in if you read Ordinary Men. It didn't happen. They didn't just. They didn't just all say, "Okay, I'm a good cop now." To I can just shoot children in the head in the middle of the woods and put them in a big burial uh, mound. It didn't go that way. It was small little things that they needed to get them to violate one at a time, and we're in this together. Isn't it amazing how 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 influenced we are by by others and how. We all like at the very beginning of the uh, show on Netflix, the push, they they select people or they disqualify people that could you know, be part of this experiment by just getting them to go into a room with three actors. Everybody, nobody knows their actors um, and they go in with these actors uh, and they're just filling out an application for something. Nobody's talking. They're just all working and they're standing by these chairs when the bell rings, the three actors sit down. Then does the person who they're trying to figure out can be on the show? Will he sit down or not? And then when the bell rings twice, they stand up. Bell rings, sit down, stand up, sit down. It's amazing how many people do that. And are we doing that now on social media? Are we just hearing the bell ring and we see a story, we see a reaction, we hear a bell ring and we go to social media and we react the way the crowd is reacting?
0: Glenn Beck, Mercury.